TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Welcome back. Afternoon show, Sports Radio 94, WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese on this Wednesday afternoon and big drama in Philadelphia. <laughs> As always. Uh, you know, the things go wrong with the football team. You start leaking out reports, obviously the carton stuff, uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, according to Derek Gunn, Derek Gunn tweets, according to sources, Jalen's big contract pulled him in numerous directions on and off the field, which put him in a, uh, under a lot of pressure, which he didn't handle well. Uh, when Big Dom was suspended, he controls Sirianni's emotions on the sideline in his absence. Nick gets in numerous arguments with players and coaches. Mm. So um, Jalen's contract, you know, when he signed it, wasn't really viewed as a big deal. He can handle all this stuff. Well, according to Derek Gunn, uh, that's not really the case. And, and I'm sure as he goes forward, he learns to deal with it. I'm not super worried about that. Like, a, mm. you know, I think that's a, a one, hopefully a one-year thing. The the sideline stuff with Sirianni and, and Big Tom, like you got to you got to grow up at some point. Yeah. Like, you're an NFL head coach. Yeah. And this was bothered. I know we – We talked about it numerous times. I mean, the freaking Chiefs thing was a joke. Yeah. You know, yeah. you need you need the security guard to tell you to calm down on the sidelines and keep you in check. Right. Like, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> you might be the only one who does need that. Yeah, sure, it's in, just in like, the league. Can we can we have an adult in the room? I it, I don't know that 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 bothers me. If if this thing crumbles apart because and I love Big Dom, but the security guard gets a uh, gets suspended and he can't control Nick on the sidelines and, and tell Nick not to yell at coach coaches or players and keep everything calm on the mm-hmm. sidelines. Like at some point that the, the the coach has to do that as well. No, I agree. It, it, it honestly it starts with him. That that's really not. Uh, Big Dom's role, uh, per se, on game day, um, but it's obviously been his role <laughs> as as he's had to sort of be able to monitor uh, Nick and make sure he doesn't necessarily go over the top. The one thing I will say about Big Dom is that you don't necessarily see that that thing that happened with the Forty Nine is the first time I've seen. Big Dom even be involved directly with any action. And that was only on the field. That was just he got stuck in the wrong spot. Yeah, yeah. So no, I say that to say is that Nick has had these blowups on the sideline, and it's not like Big Dom has had to come and grab him and pull him back and do all of that. Mm -hmm. So I only say that to say maybe Dom is operating more or had been operating more like behind the scenes, and when there's a moment where he can tell Nick, calm down, or he can settle a situation where emotions are getting high on the sideline. Usually, the team security is not involved with that, but I know how important Dom is to to the players and the coaches. He is someone that that guys will go and confide in and and, and talk to and, Mm -hmm. you know, personal things, things of that nature. So he's like a big brother to a lot of these guys 
on the team. You know, not a father figure, like literally a big brother figure to a lot of these guys. And so I know from his standpoint, that's pre- and he's probably like a brother to Nick too. He's like Nick's right-hand man. He's usually with Nick wherever he goes. And uh, he's the cerebral, even-keeled, mild-mannered type of person. That's his personality for the most part. Um, and so it doesn't surprise me with him not being there that things kind of went a little haywire uh, during those weeks because nobody has anybody as far as like who you respect and like who mm-hmm. has the ability to calm a situation down, he's not there. So if you got Nick going at somebody with his emotional passion itself, going at a player who's in a, in a game out there fighting against a 300-pound lineman or whatever uh, and trying to win a game and things don't go well, and I got you yelling at me coming to the sideline, then I may not receive that very well, especially if that's not something you usually do. Now, I think the main ones that jump out is the Redick in – We saw that. In yes. Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I think him and Devontae got into it in the Giants game. Yeah, I, I think that was a Reddick one too, I believe. I think Reddick was involved in both. Yeah, of them. he was involved. Because that's the one where he told Reddick to get back out there on the field or what have you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, listen, in the heat of the moment, I get it. Tempers flare and emotions get a little get a little high. But like I said, we talked about this during the season that we wanted that to be something that Nick needed to work on and dial back yeah, like the Chiefs, on the sideline. I thought the Chiefs thing was such a horrible look. Yeah, like, I agree. Like that, that that drove me nuts in the moment, and I think as time's gone on, it's... And people see that now, but we had people that pushed back oh against God. us yeah. and saying we were being too nitpicky and letting him do what he does. I'm like, He's nah, our guy. Dude. He's a Philly like, guy. Like, yeah, no, that's not... You, you don't see other coaches around the league doing this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean... You're in the NFL. <laughs> this isn't college. Like, or, you know, it's just like this is the NFL. And I, I mean, big Dom. face of a billion dollar business. I know, I know, and, and it's going to be so. Uh, and there was a report after the season in the, I believe, the McManus piece. You know, mm-hmm. when we're having the conflicted McLean. All right, the McLean <laughs> McManus piece. Yeah, right, right. Pieces in the McManus piece. I believe that's when um, you know they said Nick had been working on calming down on the sidelines, and you know, good, you good. Ha- you yeah. have to. Like, yeah. I, I I appreciate a coach that is hard nosed and. Has feels comfortable yelling at players, but like you got to be smart about it. And if Big Dom is the one that has to calm everything down, like it's it's a little much for me. Um, what do you think about the the the, the contract thing with Jalen about making the money and 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 you know that whole situation where he writes um, Jalen's big contract pulled him in numerous directions on and off the field, put him under a lot of pressure, which he didn't handle well. I don't even understand that. Yeah. Um, he's not the first guy to get a big contract. Um, he- and so, and he's supposed to be, it's supposed to be his strength, right? That uh, he is mild mannered and, and doesn't necessarily get too high or get too low and seems to be um, under control and has control of just about all of his whereabouts. And he's so meticulous with everything that he says and he does, you would think there's a lot of thought that goes into just about everything he says and does. So why wouldn't being able to handle newfound wealth not be an issue for him? Like if, if you know, quarterbacks are going to get paid and if it's about, you know, sticking to your, your, your program and working hard and all those things, then that's what he should be doing. But mm-hmm. even I said – 
that may have lent some of the to lend lend it to some of the problems he dealt with last year. He did have a shorter offseason. He was being pulled in the direction of commercials and 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 endorsements and all mm-hmm. these things that people want his time. He doesn't have to say yes. Like he doesn't have to say yes. I hate comparing him to Tom Brady all the time, but that's the standard. And there was a time when Tom Brady was entrenched in the Patriot way. Peyton Manning did all the commercials and went home every year. A loser. Tom Brady didn't do that stuff. All he cared about was winning in football the Patriot way. Selfless. It's about the team. All we care about is counting rings. So it didn't affect Tom Brady in the offseason when he was winning Super Bowls. Well, and the new standard, which is Mahomes, I know he does State Farm, but I feel like that's only increased in the last, what, three, two years? And here's the other thing. I don't mind you doing endorsements, mm-hmm. but you can't use that as an excuse as to why you didn't prepare for the season or you weren't locked into the season is all I'm saying. There, especially if you're a quarterback, there are guys that are going to get endorsements. You're a high-profile player. Mm-hmm. If you can't handle it, then you have the ability to say no to doing things. You don't have to do every commercial, every endorsement or what have you. And if it takes away from your preparation, then you probably shouldn't do it or you do it on your time. Like, you got the ability to do that. Yeah. You just, you signed a big deal. So you you it's not like, again, I'm not coming off as if I'm saying he shouldn't take advantage of the position that he's in. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is if it affects your preparation to where you can't be at your best, then you have to manage that and say when is enough enough. And I think that's a, a portion of it. The one thing that it hits me off that didn't handle well stuff is we've heard a lot of uh, some of the reports out there unapproachable. So See, that's – that, see, that's a different branch on the tree right there. Right. So is the reclusivity, is the private jet out to Seattle, like is that the signs of didn't handle a big contract, a.k.a. I'm the big guy now? I've changed, yeah. Things have changed now. Right. And that, yeah. that when I hear that, that's the one thing that jumps out to me. Yeah. And that's the one thing that, that teammates can pick up on. For sure. It's the easiest. Yeah. yeah, they're like, hold on, you're not the you're not the same guy. You're not you're not carrying it the same way you you've always carried it. Meaning that you're not you're not the same person I I was joking we were joking with last year having fun and this and that and the other now you seem to be Mr. Cool. Jordan Mr. Jordan brand or whatever and I'm just throwing yeah. Mr. Clutch Sports yeah I'm just throwing that out there that's how players think mm-hmm. you know I, I I said this before <laughs> there's always a hint of jealousy there it's in us yeah because when it's football is the ultimate team sport. And when a quarterback gets rewarded that much, the other guys look at him differently. Like, oh, now you're the guy with all the money. They paid you all the money. You're the franchise player. Same thing happened with Carson. Hmm? <laughs> you know, it's, I help you make some of that. Yeah. yeah. That, and and that's, that's, that's just what players – that's how players think. Yeah. And then, so you almost have to work even harder – to let them know, no, I haven't changed. I'm still the same guy, man. Like, well, and that's why you know, and this is in the documentary yesterday that we played with Brady saying you gotta, you have to be one of the boys, yeah. So you don't think you're you're above them. Yep. That was early, Brady. Like it was back it was when early was, Brady, yeah. But that was after he was winning Super Bowls. Though. At least he had won Super Bowls. And and it's also something he did throughout his entire career. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was always a relatable guy. I mean, Julian Edelman later. This is with Tom Brady after he had multiple rings and had the Randy Moss seasons. He said, "We worked for Bill. We played for Tom." Yep. You know, and, and you don't get that if you're not 
one of the guys. Yep. So the didn't handle well and the reclu- like the the stories of him not being approachable, that's what will concern me. When we talk about culture problems with the Eagles, like that's something that can't happen. All fixable though. Yeah. That's that's the reason why I'm not overly concerned. If he can accept, okay, maybe I did do things a little bit differently. So now I need to make some adjustment. And it's not just him, it's others as well, but you know, if he's going to be the the thermostat in the room where he sets the temperature, then it does start with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, and, and like we talked about in the open, when Kelsey retires and, and BG might not be back, and fl- it has to fall on someone. And you would like to be able to fall on the quarterback because if it's not on Jalen, who is it on? Like, like Nick. It's quarterback head coach, man. And maybe Nick's too emotional. I mean, that's the whole thing about, you know, uh, Big Don being on the sideline. And Jalen has a better chance of being here longer than Nick. For sure. For sure. And he should be. Yeah. Like, his whole thing has been leadership. So it's not – it's just something that – you know, we talk about a growth mindset. They talked a lot last year about a growth mindset. Well, part of a growth mindset is recognizing your faults and and trying to get better at that stuff. It doesn't yep. mean that the book is completely closed on Sure, that, no. But it's something Not that it, it is important, no matter what one caller from Chester might say. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> 215-592-9494 if you want to uh, <laughs> react to the D-Gun report. Is this one that we're, we're allowed to count the D-Gun report? I just want to make sure, you know. On our oh, yeah, man. D-Gun put something out there. We roll with it. On our power rankings, we're allowed to, <laughs> where we let it count D-Gun. I trust what he's saying more than I do Craig Carter. Okay. Okay. So uh, if you want to react to the D-Gun report, are you worried about the Eagles culture and uh, looking for a movie to review tonight on a millennial movie review as I try to get more uh, cultured and in line with the, the the listening audience? Yoshi's in Brewery Town. What's happening, Yosh? Oh, jacket baby, big eyes, boys. What's up, fellas? What's poppin'? What's up, Yosh? Oh man, I miss y'all. I miss y'all. I tried to call in yesterday, but it was a little too yeah, late. Wait, wait, I looked up at the board at five thirty-five yesterday. It was Yoshi, Chuck, Justin, like all the <laughs> everybody, everybody waited to five thirty to call. Can't wait till that late, Yosh. No, I didn't wait. I came in the house. I said, let me call my boys real quick. But then my wife started talking to me about something. That and an hour later. <laughs> and bro, I looked at the clock. I was like, OMG, like, girl, like, golly, <laughs> dang. So, yeah, because you thought I was texting you, Jack, was saying, like, I was warming myself up to come on up in there. But, you oh, know, oh, oh, relax. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Horny Yoshi back at it again. <laughs> Swallow it. You don't need it. Y'all make me go there. I won't even be in horny today, but now some stuff trickling through my mind. So let me get to what I was thinking about before I before I slide off. Look, man. <laughs> in reality, in my opinion, it takes both. You know, like like they they depend on each other. Talent without support and that cultural glue. I mean, it'll struggle. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's gonna struggle. We're coming together and, and, and maxing out, getting his full potential, strong culture with no talent. It's going to find it hard to compete the way it needs. But if you find the right balance and, and, and conceive a positive culture, it can bring out some dormant laying talent that's right there. I remember back in the day, man, we went to the YMCA, you know, I'm looking at these dudes, they dunking everywhere, what's name? But then it's like these five little white guys. What's name? And, and, and these other these, these brothers, they dunking everywhere, but they start arguing about passing the ball. Little white guys didn't have a chance, but you know what? They beat them boys bad. <laughs> they beat them bad. You know why? Because their culture was good, and that that fundamental talent came out, and they bust their tail. 
So they got to find that balance, man. You find that balance, like, yeah, the defense needs some talent. It needs some talent. Big time. But overall, but overall see, like, if, if the offense was doing their thing, it would have made the defense play better, even though it won't no depth, no talent over there. All the talent was on the offensive side. Well, and, and, and Yoshi, after what we just learned, maybe Big Dom needed to be on the sidelines so that so that I everything would be fine. I agree with that too. I was I agree with that too. Because you see, early in the season, the offense was playing a little bit better. It made the defense play a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So they got to find that balance, man. That, that's how I see it. And, and leave Jalen alone, Chris Sims. He back at it again. He couldn't wait. He couldn't wait for something to happen. I mean, when you look at it, the biggest differences with Jalen from last year was his dad going interceptions, his fumble loss. Everything else was the same. He got sacked. What's the name? Guess as many times he got sacked in 2022. Like, his passing percentage went down a notch, but he passed more yards. What's the name? His attention was even lower than what they was in 20. Like, I don't know, man. The boy's going to be all right, what's the name? Good culture, put some talent around, what's the name? Jalen's going to be all right. That's how I see that. That's how I see that. Yeah, maybe. And I'm talking now because I'm trying to stop talking. I'm trying not to think about the woman that's on my mind. So ask me the movie you should watch. All right, what, what, what's your uh, movie <laughs> recommendation? Oh, dang. What's the name? She popped back in my head. Hi. Yes. I think I think you should go home and watch the Last Dragon. Ooh, the Last Dragon. The Last Dragon is that a is that a, a fairy tale movie? Hey, it's a Barry Gordy movie. What's name? There's a whole bunch of people that like William H Macy, people like that. Is it, it's not Puff the Magic Dragon. No. Man, the Watson Last is funny. It got some action, but hey, I love that movie. That's my Snow Day movie right there. Yeah. Or you can go Usual Suspect. You kind of remind me. You kind of remind me of uh, Bruce Leroy there, uh, Yoshi. Bruce Leroy is the main character in the Last Dragon. Appreciate it, Yoshi. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you'd like the Last Dragon. That's an, that's like eighty one, eighty two, nineteen eighty five, eighty five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you'd like the Last Dragon. He said Usual Suspects, but I like Usual Suspects. Oh yeah, you'll love the Usual Suspects. Yeah, are you kidding me? Kaiser Sosa, you never seen that? No. Oh man, I have heard a lot about Kaiser Sose. Oh yeah, because it was a, it was um, that was a big movie in the nineties. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin's in it. Uh, which one? In The Usual Suspect. Yes, yeah, Stephen Baldwin. It looks like a mob movie. A mob Kevin movie? Spacey. All right. Um, no, it's not a mob movie. Looks like it has some these guys, guys are in. yeah yeah they they it's a you know these guys are uh, heist men. Oh, okay. Yeah, like oceans movies. Yeah, kind of. Right, but it, there's a little bit of suspense and, and mystery to it, so mm-hmm. you'll like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, Usual Suspects, my Yeah, that's, can't go wrong with Usual Suspects. That's another good one. All right. Uh, Mike's in Jankintown. What's happening, Mike? Hey, guys. Uh, let me say this here first. Um, good afternoon. What's uh, up, Mike? Secondly, Mike? secondly, is that this here, I want to get to this right quick. Uh, all this talk about Jalen Rose, I mean, uh, Jalen Hurst, is uh is a bad quarterback. I mean, just the douse is that goes on is BS. Okay. Why? The problem with the Eagles is it's a talent problem. Okay. And plus two, when is somebody gonna sit up there and say about AJ Brown and his nonsense on that team? Okay. That's one of the things that derailed this whole season in the second half of the season. Okay. But ain't nobody mm-hmm. talking about that because well, he's such a talent. Oh, I talent have. Oh, I team. have. Yeah, and Jack okay. wanted to trade him last month. So yes, yeah, okay. for Patrick Sertain. Well, well, what I'm saying <laughs> Which people is that seem this to lose. Year, I, I trade him for the best cornerback in football. They didn't even pay attention. Yeah, to that you, you were getting it for nothing. 
I mean, you got uh, you got uh, what's the name? They need another defensive end. If you're gonna if you're gonna sit up there and have yeah, but if the culture there, stinks, Mike, you really don't think the culture's a problem on this football team? The culture is not the problem. Oh, stop. It's the talent. Wait, what are you? Is your head in the it's sand? The look, you got look, you got to sit up there and look at it. You got Fletcher Cox that's on the last wheel of his of his he played NFL great last career. Year. He played great last he year. He played yeah, and Spartan Lee because he was you know he wasn't playing every down, mm-hmm. but. Uh, what's the other end defensive end's name? Which Josh one, Sweat. Josh Sweat or uh, Hassan Reddick? Ha- no, Hassan Reddick. What's the other guy on the other side? Barnett. Well, Barnett was well, caught halfway yeah, through yeah, the year. Yeah. What I'm saying is that it's, it has nothing to do with the culture. Oh yeah, no, the, the culture's cult- fine. The culture's fine. The culture is fine. It's nothing but the talent, man. That's the problem. And don't give no Bryce Harper no new damn contract. <laughs> why? Okay. <laughs> yeah, throw that in because there too. He ain't, because let me explain to you why. Look. How many championships has he won here? He's he's won zero. Yes, none. How many? How many? How many hundred sixty-two game seasons has he played since he's been here? Don't have to play one sixty-two. I just asked you how many? How many did he play? He played like one That'd be zero full, full zero season. full full season. Okay, out of six years, right? Yeah. What what does that matter? That matters to me is that hey, even if he played one hundred and fifty games throughout the season, I don't even think he played that. He's been hurt. Matter of fact, well, I he think won the MVP too, in twenty twenty one, so he played enough. I think that championship. I think that championship run. He was injured. Am I right? No. Which one? He was not. No. When they went to the World Series. Yes. Hey Mike. No, he hey Mike. Hey Mike. Well, how am I supposed to take your opinion seriously when you come on here and you tell me Bryce Harper wasn't a part of the run when he hit Bryce, Bedlam at Bryce, the bank? Look, he got eight years left right. on his contract. I know that. I know that crummy ass shit. Uh, Boris is his agent. Okay. It's been a. Has been an influence on this league for so long. Mm-hmm. He needs to go somewhere and go to sleep. Okay, <laughs> don't give that dude that money. All right, I'm Mike. telling you that. What, mo- what movie? Should, what movie should I watch? The accountant. The accountant. The accountant. Uh, I don't think it's gonna win. <laughs> well, not after the way that phone call just went. No, it's just like don't pay. Bri- was he even all, a part of the team that <laughs> went to the World? Bryce Series? Harper played 157 games his first year here. Yeah, deep breaths. And what, what did he play in 2021? 141. Okay, and won the MVP. The accountant. Is it good? <laughs> I have not seen The Accountant. All right, so it's, it's not in the mix. Uh, and it's a 2016 movie. Okay. so Did not realize it's not a 80s, 90s movie. Yeah, we're trying to find, yes. you know, unless or even is, a 2000s movie. I was going to say, unless it's some type of remake or something. It could be. I just typed up The Accountant. It's Ben Affleck and Christian Wolf and J.K. Simmons. I like J.K. I like Simmons. Simmons, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's great in uh, what was the movie with him and Miles Teller? It was with the, Miles Teller. Yeah, it, did, it was like a drumming movie. Oh, the only Miles Teller movie I know is Maverick. Really? Uh, Whiplash. Whiplash. I watched that on the plane, uh, plane ride home from I think Clearwater last year. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, great movie. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Your reaction to the Derek Gunn report? Apparently, Nick Sirianni needs his handheld on the sidelines, or else everything comes falling apart. And uh, Jalen with his contract apparently. Uh, you know, not not the same or whatever. So interesting stuff from from Derek Gunn. Culture problem with the Eagles persists. Uh, a lot going on. Get in now. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Looking for a millennial movie review, movie from the eighties or nineties realm that I should watch and and be uh, up to date and get more cultured uh, with our audience. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's off for a twenty five dollar Duncan gift card plus. On the other side, and a positive update on Joel Embiid. Do the Sixers think he's going to be back before the postseason? And the Eagles seemingly have their week one opponent down in Brazil. 
How do we feel about that? All that's coming up next on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Welcome back. It is the Afternoon Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz and Ike Reese hanging out on this Wednesday afternoon. A lot going on with the Eagles. Are you worried about the culture of the team or more worried about the talent? Plus, uh, Millennial Movie Review taking suggestions on a movie I should watch, and I'll review it tomorrow. Look at more 80s, 90s mm. uh, in that in that genre. And no Breakfast Club. Horrible movie. Come on, man. Horrible good movie. movie. We'll get back to the phone calls here in one second. But Sixers season resumes tomorrow. Finally, mm. something to bet on. Who are we playing? We got the Knicks. Oh, the okay. Knickerbockers. Yeah. Okay. So the Knicks are uh, Knicks coming to town. Joel Embiid obviously will not be there. The big question, is the big fella going to be ready for the postseason? Here's what Ramona Shelburne had to say yesterday. There is an optimism in Philadelphia that Joel Embiid can return at some point during the regular season, at least close enough to the playoffs to get his rhythm heading into the playoffs. But they don't want to put any time frame on it until he starts ramping up. But I'm told... He went to practice today, got there early, assumed everything was in the morning, but the team's not practicing till later in the day. So his enthusiasm is there. Hey, that's good. That's Time really good. Enthusiasm there. Optimistic that he is going to be ready uh, for at least to play a couple games before the postseason, um, which would obviously be just massive. And that, that last five games is a joke, so it's like perfect preseason mm-hmm. to uh, try to get him ramped up and ready to go. I know you've been of the belief that you, you'd be surprised if he's back. Yeah. He's still there. Yeah, uh, although this certainly is encouraging. So, um, and I'm more or less just setting my bar low so that I'm not disappointed. That, that's really what I'm doing. <laughs> We've been hurt too many times. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and this is more or less me getting expectations that he's coming back and going to be playing at a certain level. So, I'll say this: I'll, I'll set the bar low for that. And but to hear this, this certainly sounds encouraging. Although I'm not going to jump on it just yet. I want to wait till they get to the point where they where. How many more weeks before they're supposed to do their whole reevaluation? Uh, I think it's like an, I think another week. It's got to be coming soon, right? So yeah, when when they do that, and I think at that time they should be able to put some sort of timetable on when they w- should expect him to return. So I'm kind of waiting to hear what that sounds like when they do the whole reevaluation of it. Anything that's a, that's clo- like close to the postseason, or even like. He'd be ready for round one without much ramp up. I think then that's when the expectations are a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. If, if he can get back with like two weeks to go, yeah, in the two season, weeks that's that's ideal. That's it, plenty of time, in my opinion. Yeah, if you can get back by the end of March, uh, the season's probably over with what around April fifteenth, something like that. Uh, April sixteenth, I think. April sixteenth. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, if you can do that, uh, get back by the end of March, so you got a couple weeks to go. Because, you know, he's not. it's not like he's a guard or wing player trying to get back in basketball shape. You're talking about a big man yeah. that we know <laughs> it, takes him, it takes him a little while to, to really get back, back into shape. And so you don't want him out there. And 
First of all, he has to be fully healthy, right? You want you want him out there because this has been he's had surgery, so this is going to be fully repaired, right? I'm assuming mm-hmm. this is going to be fully repaired, so he's going to be healthy. And then if it's just about conditioning, well, then that's where however much work he puts in to get in good enough shape. Do I expect him to be in 100% shape as if his, as if he's been playing all year long? No, no. But there should be somewhat some freshness to his legs. Right, that gives him an advantage over others, you know, without necessarily being in game shape. May mean he has to play in spurts. So maybe he can't play 35 minutes. Oh, a minutes restriction. Yeah, yeah. You play him in spurts, like you play him in six minute spurts. So you can get him on and then get him off the court, let him catch his breath and put him back out there. So yeah, if I get a chance to see that, hell yeah, that that, that makes the playoffs worth watching and rooting for. Yeah, and I, I think we talked about this, or I, I felt this way when the surgery came out, was my optimistic, like if I'm putting on blue glasses and I'm like, you know, sixers up, sixered up, mm-hmm. he could be heading into the postseason being healthy. You know, like obviously he has the conditioning, but it, it won't be, he's got an eye socket problem. Right. He's got a knee problem. Don't he's, speak too soon. I know, I know. There's certain, <laughs> there, will, there will be games being played. Yes. And he could get hurt in the postseason, which has in, happened. Which has happened, yeah, twice, I believe. Yeah, I think he got hurt in the first rounds a, a couple times. So, mm-hmm. uh, optimistic view my, uh, mindset would be, okay, well, he's heading to the postseason healthy, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the other important part is is he needs reps with Buddy. He needs reps yes. with these pieces that they traded for the deadline because you know obviously they're going to be the ones taking this team as far as they can. So real quick, who did we get rid of outside of Pat Bev? Did we keep everybody else? So we still have Rocco and well, Rocco's Bat- still here. Batum. And- oh, they traded Marcus Morris. Oh, that's right. We got rid of the Morris twin. Yeah, and Furkan. But we brought back uh, Cal Lowry. So, so we traded one. Homegrown talent for another. Just don't give him the keys to the city. No, we wait till the off season to do that. Yeah, so. uh, and they got rid of Ferk. Finally, yeah, Furkan okay. was 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 let go. Okay. Um. So yeah. So it's, we still have all those other guys. Yeah, Batum is working his way back from from an injury, so he might not be ready to go tomorrow. Um. And, and he's like thirty six anyway. So yeah, I feel like Batum played with Tim Duncan and and, and Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> he was man. the guy sitting in the corner. <laughs> yeah, like man, how? Well, he did play with Aldridge. He did play with Aldridge, right? I knew he played with the Spurs, right? No, this is back in the Trailblazers. Oh, he played with the Trailblazers. Okay, dude, Batum's been around for. <laughs> he's been around a long time, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, campaign's still here. It was, it was, it was, and I can't <laughs> stand. I can't stand here. campaign. I, I can't play campaign. It was, can't his play. minutes probably will go down with Lowry here. Hopefully, um, but he was the he was the graphic the Sixers tweeted out today of like second half's coming up tomorrow with a picture of campaign. I was like, this is where we're at. Tweet the second out. half campaign starts oh now. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I I just want him off the team to get to move past the whole campaign thing. Like, like you know, Allah has to say it every game. Yeah, uh, campaign. Yeah, is that what he's mixing into your Sixers? <laughs> <laughs> thousand times a game. You're Sixers. I'm watching the game. I'm obviously a Sixers fan. I don't even told you're Sixers over and over. It's my gripe. With the Sixers broadcast team. It's just it's the your Sixers thing. Yeah, we don't have many gripes, but that's Deep one. breaths. Yeah. I, know, I know it's my Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing, before we go back to the phones here, uh, looks like, according to Peter King, it's going to be the Browns playing the Eagles week one down in Brazil. Oh, the Brownies? Yeah. Now, I will say, Little concerning how good their defense is, and you know Schwartz revenge spot. And ah, oh, I forgot about Jim Schwartz. The Schwartz revenge game. Yeah. I'm sure he's gonna be blitzing out of his mind. Yeah, yeah. Not sure it's wise to put Deshaun over there in Brazil. 
for a week. I'm just agree. saying. Maybe leaving the Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the, if the league really thought this out completely. Yeah. Well, we'll see what they do. Yeah. We'll see what they do. Yeah. Um. So the Browns, huh? What's the line? I was hoping for the damn Panthers. Yeah, because you wanted to win. <laughs> I mean, the Browns make a Browns game makes it might it, be harder than I think than we think. A hundred percent. Because again, Deshaun Watson uh, was not great, but in that game that he tore his shoulder, he was starting to light the. He Ravens was actually up. starting to play well. Yeah. So um, you got you got Amari uh, Cooper. Well, you have Miles Garrett. You got oh my god, you got Miles Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> Man, is Taki Taki still there? I need to. No, him. I didn't see Taki Taki. Taki. I didn't see him this year. I think he's still there, man. Is he? And that uh, that Joker kid from Notre Dame, he's developed into a pretty good uh, linebacker. Yeah, man, that defense is is From outstanding. Nasty. Yeah. Now Flacco is, is not going to be the quarterback. The the stupid Joe Flacco runs thankfully <laughs> over. I mean, holy cow. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, what, like what? A, I wonder what the line would be. Eagles Browns Week One. Browns made the postseason. Sean Watson back. Eagles like one or two point favorites. Yeah, gotta be right. I think they're favorites. It's not a big spread though. No, I wouldn't expect it to be because you don't even know what the hell the Eagles are going to look like coming off the year they just had. But yeah, I don't know how much faith you can put into the Browns knowing that Deshaun's going to be the guy. And although he did start to look good prior to the injury, it still was a lot of choppy play from him this year. Uh, but but Nick Chubb will be back. Yeah, you will have Nick Chubb. Yeah, I forgot about that. Is uh and, and Hunt's a free agent, right? So yeah, I think he's a free agent because they signed him off the street after Chubb got injured. Right, right, right. Yeah, because Ford is playing all right. Yep. Um, but yeah, definitely not an easy week and, one and, opponent. And, and Joku's not a bad tight end. No, he's he's finally emerged. Yeah. I remember at Miami, I was like, he's a beast. Yeah. Maybe that happens with Kyle Pitts with uh. You know, Justin Fields. They can never get a quarterback down there besides <laughs> Desmond Ritter. They get uh, Arthur Smith out of there. <laughs> Arthur Smith back in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. So uh, remember the last time the Eagles played the Browns Week One? It was Carson Wentz's first game. There you go. Yeah, RG three. Yeah, I was in the stands. I do remember that. I mean, I had to make sure I was there for. Car- I wanted to. I was again. I was pretty all in on Carson from day yeah. one. I wanted to make sure I was at Carson's first game, and I thought it was like, oh, what a beautiful memory. Yeah, my. I don't think I. Went in head first or jumped in with both feet and tapped to the Pittsburgh game. Oh, that was unbelievable. Yeah, when when was it Joe Biden or it was oh no, it was Barack. It was President Obama who yeah. did the whole Joe Joe Biden told, told me, me to get on the Wentz get wagon. On the Wentz wagon, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I got on the Wentz wagon. When, listen, when Obama said when it. When Obama yeah. said it, I, I I jumped on. Yeah. The little uh Sproles dump off pass. Yeah. When it took to the yeah, house. Stiller's game against Big Ben. Uh Carson Wentz's first touchdown pass was too. Zach Ertz. No. His first touchdown pass? Yeah, in the Browns game. Oh, uh, Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews. Yes. Ma- Matthews led the Eagles in rushing and receiving that day. Seems like a problem. Seems like well, Matthews led No, Ryan Matthews. Ryan Matthews. Oh, now okay. There well, you go. Well, why don't you take your little joke and <laughs> shove it? He had us thinking that it was Jordan Matthews. We'll go back. <laughs> well, one of you did. We'll go back to the phones here in one second. By the way, Ryan Matthews cost him a game against the Lions he later did. because he did. It was two days, two weeks later, yeah, I believe. Yeah, and you remember who uh, Carson wins his first pick? Yeah, Slay. Slay. Yeah, because Nelson didn't know how to go up for a damn ball. Still doesn't. Still doesn't. He cost him. We should have knew then. Yeah, well, then it cost him in the, the, the Patriots game here. <laughs> yes. Carson threw a dime to the back of the end zone. And Nelson still didn't go yeah. up for it. Alligator arms. Resigned with the Ravens, by the way. I do. I do. He did? Good yes. for him. Because <laughs> he's, he's being talked about as a potential option here. Listen, no, not here. Come yeah. on, man. The <laughs> Sultan of the slot. I like Nelson, but it was time to move on, man. <laughs> it really was. We'll go back to the phones here in one second, but first, here's Ike. Hey, this cold winter, we've endured. Hold on. 
I'm sorry, if this cold winter that we've endured hasn't yet convinced you to replace your drafty, inefficient windows and doors, then maybe my good friends at Guided Door and Window can help by giving you one month to do so at their best prices of the year. Now, if you're taking advantage of Guided's big winter sale, then here's your last chance. That's if you haven't taken advantage of Guided's big winter sale, then here's your last chance to do so by receiving 40% off every window and door that you buy. That's 40% off each expertly installed energy-efficient replacement window, which also includes free high-performance low-E glass and 40% off any high-quality door, including insulated entry doors, sliding patio doors, garage doors, and storm doors. You can buy now and pay later with Guida's interest-free financing or low monthly payment plans. This offer will expire at the end of February, so don't let this final chance for big savings pass you by. If your home needs new windows or doors, then call the experts at Guida today to schedule a free in-home estimate at 1-877-GO-GUIDA or visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G-U-I-D-A.com. The Twitter question is brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Mark's Jewelers. Extensive collection for the perfect gift online. Mark's-Jewelers.com. Corey's in Columbus. What's happening? See? My man, Ike. My brother, Jack Buzz. What up? What up, C? Hey, man, listen. This team is really starting to get under my skin with, with, the, with the clown clown stuff they doing. Oh. Like, all these rumors coming out. Like, Nick Serrano, you are a dad. You got three kids at home, a family man. You need another man tell you how to act on the sideline? Like, grow up. Like, I, 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 I'm a big Sirianni fan, but, but the more it's coming out about this dude, like, I'm like, like, well, like you are a dog. Like, why, why did we bring this dude back? Also, if I find out that somebody in this locker room doing some clown stuff, knocking some, trying to knock somebody's white boots off or something, some sideways <laughs> stuff, I'm being in that locker room with boxing gloves and we going at it. This Hold on, who do you think away. you're taking in the locker room? Hey, I don't Bring give a damn. Me, me, Rios, we pulling up. Uh-oh. What about OG Wade? This, this, this is some sucker stuff. Like, y'all ruining our Super Bowl. We, we bought all this Kelly Green gear. Y'all, y'all, y'all put us some Fugazi stuff on the field. All these Kelly Green, we were spending money. Y'all out here ten and one, and y'all, y'all back here backsliding people's wives and stuff. Come on, we don't know if that's happening. Big yet. jump if there, Corey. If that's true, if that's true, I'm sorry. Allegedly, I apologize. <laughs> but listen, we gotta get it. Also, I, I like there might be a culture problem. I, I don't know. I'm not gonna say that 100 percent what it is. But what I will say is, this team lost games because they played bad. Jalen Hurts was not playing to the level of Michael Jordan that he normally plays to. Mm. You had the defense missing tackles, Hassan Reddick crying, all the, um, um, Slay on the podcast every game crying, A.J. Brown. Hey, I keep telling y'all, they pay all these teams. D.K. Metcalf got paid, Terry McGloin got paid, Debo got paid. Why the Titans ain't pay A.J. Brown? We we thought we thought it was because oh they was a stupid franchise. Nah, that wasn't it. It was something going on with that dude. He a great player, but it's a reason why they just let that dude walk out the building like that for trailing Burke. Come on now. Get it together, Eagles. I'm about to show up. <laughs> I love the it. ultimatum. Hey, let me get my movie in. Yeah, give me your movie, movie Corey. Lean on me. You seen that? 
I have seen Lean On Me. Oh, oh you've seen man. Lean On Me. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate right, it, Corey. Right, That's a good right. movie, though. Yeah, Lean On Me, Stand By Me. I've seen yeah. both of those. Two different movies, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, completely different, by the way. I was thinking um, of <laughs> <laughs> Great song. Yes. Lean, on, Lean On Me is... Lean On Me. Oh, it's beautiful. When you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. <laughs> you want me to keep going? Sure. I'll help you. Carry on for it won't be long till I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. Lean on me. <laughs> Ooh, don't you worry. That was about pretty that. good. That sounded pretty good, Fritz. That's 11 solos in middle school. You know that. OG oh, Wade Jester. What's happening, OG? <laughs> I don't know what the hell going on here. I'm that's called a beautiful. That's cool called a beautiful moment. That's OG. called ebony and ivory, brother. Ebony what do you mean? And ivory over here singing. This, what the hell going on there, man? We're trying to fix your football team. Yeah. What's, yeah before what? I show snapping out because Ike like to hang up on me. I don't hang up calls. I told you this, OG. I don't hang up on people. They're really starting to go after Ike Reese now. Let me go. Let me get my movie, which is Life. Did you see Life? I haven't seen Life. I heard good things about Life. You have not seen Life? That's the one. Deep that's breaths, the one right there. Breaths, that's right? a classic, too. All right. That's a good yeah, one, OG. Might be in the mix. Might that's be in the a, mix. You've already won, OG. That's a good one, though. I should have won yesterday. Y'all jerked <laughs> yesterday. How the hell is, is Will Smith going to beat Magic Johnson? <laughs> well, what did Magic Johnson do after playing? <laughs> became a tycoon billionaire. <laughs> yeah, he became a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell wrong with you? Yeah, we, we didn't I choose know. you, OG, because you had already won, and you came up with another good answer today. It's another good I'm, one today. I'm always winning, man. Let me let me get to my dog. Get to your get, get your get to your point, man. Because man, you know, <laughs> listen, and I I'm, I love Chuck. You know what I mean? But why did you do that, uh, Jack? You want to ask Chuck a question? <laughs> the question was: Is Jalen Hurts closer to good or great? Yeah, yeah. He said good. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is already good. How the hell can he be closer to good? <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, do you think no, we have, I don't know. You that. do know what you mean. <laughs> do you think we have a good quarterback here, or do you think we have a great quarterback well, you here? You know you got a good quarterback. Yes, we know, but we is, have a great quarterback. Does he have greatness in, in his future? Yeah, tell me that. That is your question, Bozo. Okay, <laughs> and the answer to that is yes. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm shocked at that answer. I'm shocked. <laughs> well, you obviously, people don't, un- and this is the thing, I I'm people listening. I'm listening. They don't appreciate watching greatness evolve. We so into what? Do, hold on. Great, what does he to... do that's great? Tell me what he does that's great. Jack, here's here's what he do that's great. Yeah. The man owns more quarterbacks. No, he doesn't. He, yes, not, he does. You are just, yes, he does. You are making up. Right. You are Don't making up records right. that he Hold doesn't on. even have. Let me do this here. Y'all saying that Patrick Mahomes is in his own yes. hair? Yes, yes, yes. Hair. Patrick Mahomes had 14 interceptions. Wow, wow, yards. Yeah, Carol Hurst had 15. So how the hell is that not in his in his atmosphere? And then he went 16 possessions. Without scoring a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and the only touchdown he got was when the damn ball went off the guy's foot. So now all of a sudden that puts them in to a, a, a zone of no other. I mean, I love Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. but come on, guys, come on. We have a quarterback right in our yard that we can be proud of, okay? And this guy is evolving. You're you're in a position right now where you're actually 
watching him become great. I remember Ike when Patrick Mahomes took over. He was in Game Seven. I said, Ike, this guy going to be great. He said, OG, hold up. He only played seven games. I said, okay. <laughs> and here we are right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all I'm saying is that appreciate what we have and what we are witnessing. Right. I promise you. I'm trying. Thing, and, and, and y'all keep on making like he had a bad – this man had a, a, a good season, not an excellent. He had a pretty good damn season. And I, I put on Twitter today, if the Eagles had a better a top five or top – yeah, just give me a top you ten know, defense. Yeah, I'll take a top ten yeah, defense. I, we would have finished, I'd say, fourteen and three. I have okay, we lost the deck game. Good. We lost it. We would have lost one of the Dallas games. Okay. And we lost the San Francisco. Other all them other games, we lost that was to the Arizona Cardinals of thirty five and that come on. And the and the Giants in the last game. Yeah. Come on, guys. You don't think that if we had a top ten defense that we wouldn't have beat those teams? We didn't already we beat the games that we all thought we were going to lose. Yeah, but also the, the, the defense oh, held them. Held them. Yeah, but the defense also did get stopped early in the year. We're going to lose against Miami. We're going to lose against – we beat all them teams. Here, here's what I'll say, OG. Here's where I, I saw it with you at um, when it comes to Jalen. And you do these quarterback rankings and all this other stuff, and people got him at 17 and people got him at 12. Well, here's what I noticed this year when I look at this list with these guys. Um, Jalen beat over half of those guys in front of him on his list. Yeah. He beat he beat Tua. He beat Dak Prescott, even though they split. He beat Dak Prescott. He beat uh, Josh Allen. He beat Patrick Mahomes. He beat Matthew Stafford. Who else was on the list in front of me? I, I'm too, give, give, give me some more names that people put in front of him. He didn't play C.J. Stroud. He didn't play uh, Lamar Jackson. He didn't play him, so – Love. He didn't uh, play Jordan uh, Love. Love. He didn't play Green Bay. So, I, I, he, he, but he beat half of those guys that people put in front of him. Yeah, I, I mean, I just you know, I it just to me, I he lost the purdy. Just he lost sure, the purdy. Yes, yeah, just make sure it's warranted. Well, I don't even purdy's thing is uh, that's, that's not even debate. I don't even need to get into that debate because they know damn he's better than Brock Purdy. Yes, yes. Even I agree he's better than Brock Purdy, and I hate Brock Purdy. Stop saying all that. You know what I mean? And and my but the the big thing is, man, we need to appreciate what we got and appreciate what is ahead of us. No, this team is going to be fine. You know what? I don't even remember. I've been an old guy. I ain't never heard culture being used in football so much in my damn life. Chip (laughs) Kelly was the first one that said something about culture in football. Now, I always looked at it as continuity. You know what I'm saying? As that's you know, as chemistry. That's what we talk about as football players. You know what I mean? You damn uh, pencil pushing dudes. I mean, all these old damn uh, what is it? Analytics and that. What the hell is culture got it? A culture is in your damn house, in your home, raising your children, your family. That's your culture. Okay, it's called chemistry. You dumbasses. Okay. All right. Good, good rant. Good rant to end the phone call. <laughs> He's something. Man. He is man. Yes. His ability to find like one thing and just and just <laughs> and be, just harp on it, just be sure. Can you just ask him the name? What record Jalen has? He keeps saying he, well, he has the he has the more records than it. Just ask him the name one. Well, it's touchdown, uh, rushing touchdowns, right? Yes, I think it's rushing. He has rushing, even though yes. they don't count because it's it's it, they should have an Yeah, yeah, dude. The average yards per rush that that Cam Newton had to, for those rushing touchdowns was like five point seven. 
Yes, like Josh Allen's his rushing touchdowns are a little more impressive. Dude, Jalen is it's like a, <laughs> it's half a yard. He's got to go a yard. He's got to go a yard, and he's getting pushed. Yeah. Ask him to name a non Mickey Mouse record he correct, has. Correct. Correct. What's a real record that Jalen has? Not a oh, not a man. Mickey Mouse rushing. His most down. passing touchdowns and more, domes and which, Monday night games or what? Which counts more? Which counts more? LeBron's ring. In 2020, in the in the or bubble, or Jalen's rushing touchdowns last year. I'll go with LeBron. LeBron's two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Jack Fritz, Ike Reese here on the afternoon oh, show. We'll keep rolling into the five o'clock hour, taking millennial movie reviews. I'll watch one tonight, and when you decide at the end of the show, give a review on it tomorrow. And the Eagles, are you worried about their culture, or is this just a talent issue? On the other side, Buzz once again has to save the top five five. Yeah, please. <laughs> is he up to the task? Don't miss that. Coming up next on the afternoon show. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 